Hear that? You don't hear anything? Well, that's Manhattan. We are on, I think, day five of the coronavirus self-containment. And I just thought it'd be a good time to sort of share some thoughts, maybe connect with other humans, since we really can't do that person to person right now. Um, I am very fortunate to be in a apartment um, on the Upper West Side. I am single and I live with my furry family of two rescue dogs and a rescue kitten, cat. He's a cat. He's a full-grown man cat. Um, My dogs are Gerda, Oliver, and the cat is Finnegan. And we are going to weather through this together. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting time. I have to say, on some level, I feel like I've been training for this my whole life. I am a single, only child. Um, I've been single for longer than I care to admit, since we're just getting to know each other. I am a bit of an introvert. Um, I definitely have qualities that can relate to extrovert if I need to. In particular, I'm really good at putting myself in front of someone else's car. Um, What I mean by that is I am an introvert who used to own an art gallery, but I was working on behalf of the artist. I was trying to make people who came into the gallery feel comfortable, and I was basically the disco ball in the center of the room. Um, Now what I do for a profession is web design which is amazing. I love what I do so, so much. Um, Right now seems to be a good time to be in that profession. Um, And I work from home with my animals um, most all the time. So being at home alone during the day is not that big of a deal for me. That is my normal. Um, Remembering to shower is a big deal because, uh, yeah, that whole being alone all the time thing. But um, I did shower today. I even washed my hair, though you can't see it on this lovely podcast world that we're connecting on. Um, Yeah, I know a lot of people are really struggling with being alone. For example, I have a dear friend who has been alone, what, since Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and is now packing up a trailer and heading um, to another state to be with family through this. I think that's lovely. I respect the hell out of him. Am I allowed to say hell on here? I guess I can. I did. So there. Um, And, you know, truth be told, if I had family to go to, maybe I would do the same thing. Though it's hard when you have a a herd of animals in your apartment. Not everybody will take in a high-maintenance woman and three pets. Um, I should say that one of my pets is rather high-maintenance, too. Not by any choice of her own. Um, Gerda is the love of my life. She's a terrier chihuahua mix. She's the sweetest, wisest, most wonderful creature. Um, But she's getting older and... 
you know, sometimes we were dealing with accidents on a regular basis, um, not taking pills, not eating, um, not doing the things that she should be doing. Um, or, you know, we're out of our routine and now we're out of our routine times too. Um, I have to take them out. Um, I do have an outdoor space on off of my apartment, which is very fortunate, but that's that's my sacred space. So unless things get super, super bad or I end up sick, I don't want to allow them to use that as their bathroom. So we're going out several times a day. Um, yesterday was a really bad day. There are a lot of people on the street still. You know, they're in your face. Um, they don't want to move aside when you're on the sidewalk. I have an old dog with arthritis that can't move that well. You know, she's not that limber. So I'm like jumping off the curb into the middle of the street. Thank God there's not a lot of traffic. So that's helpful. Um, But anyway, this is just sort of our get to know you. Um, What else can I tell you about me? Um, I already said I was high maintenance and an introvert and have a lot of pets. Um, I call my apartment sometimes the fur farm because there's a lot of fur on everything despite how, despite my best intentions. Um, I'm trying to live a healthy lifestyle and eat my veggies and um, I am a bit of a wino, so you'll hear about wine a lot. Um, but I also, you know, I love dancing and movement and trying to stay connected to the people that I really, really, really love. Um, I would consider myself an acquired taste. My best friend would call me a conundrum. You can decide what you want to call me if you want to call me, but whatever you do, do it from six feet distance. All right, here we go. Have a good day. And I'm learning that, yeah, it's still recording, even though your screen is go. So that was sort of that, like, great breakup. You want to slam the door, and you realize that it's locked from the inside. Um, So, okay, I'm slamming the door and walking out now. (laughs) Until next time. All right, so... I am an only child. I grew up in North Carolina. I moved to San Francisco where I lived for 10 years and I've been in Manhattan for almost 11. It's a joke, but maybe it's not a joke that I say I've been training for this my whole life. Um, I am used to being alone from the time I was a very little girl. We lived in a, a poor neighborhood and I didn't have any kids to play with. My parents basically restrained me to the fenced-in yard. Um, I grew up in a time where there were lots of variety shows and I would sing and dance and perform for a tree or a flower or whatever animal I could make sit through five minutes of dialogue. Um, My grandmother was my best friend and we would spend time in the kitchen. There would always be amazing smells and the sound of her voice. And oh, she had the most beautiful, white, fluffy hair. 
and her hands were so elegant. I mean, they were old hands. She was old when I was born. I think she was 80 when I was born. My parents both came from big families. My mom was the youngest. I forget where my dad fell in, but my grandmother was was old and had those beautiful lined hands with the veins and you could tell her hands had done a lot of work. She raised seven kids. Two of them passed away young. Funny side note, she named all of her girls after flowers. So there was a pansy. There is a pansy. She's my only aunt that's still living. She's amazing. There was a pansy. There was a violet. And there was a rose. And when Rose passed away, she changed the way she named her children. But those hands raised children. At one point, they had a farm. They had a greenhouse. She always worked in her garden. She would knit and make latch hook rugs. She would can things, especially pickles. Oh my God, that woman had the best, made the best pickles. Just saying it, my tongue is like responding to, you know how you get that tart taste on the back of your tongue? Um, So delicious. And her voice, her sweet, sweet voice. I loved my granny, if you can't tell. So yeah, growing up, it was me and her against the world. We always had animals, um, fishes and turtles. And my parents would buy me these dyed, not like dead, but like these animals that had been dyed for Easter, like chickens and maybe even a bunny. I don't know if that's real or not, but like they never lasted. Like they should, why why would you dye an animal? Like, why would you do that? I don't know. Um, dogs and cats. Um, anything I could capture. Like, I tried to keep pet lightning bugs. To this day, like, a lightning bug brings me more joy than I can even possibly tell you about. I mean, they just... It's a living creature that has its own neon light attached. That's amazing. I mean... Lightning bugs and drag queens. Don't get me started. Just amazing. Amazing. Um, All right, but we're talking about me being alone, not my being obsessed with drag queens. So, um, yeah, I am good at self-entertaining. What am I going to do during this whole situation? I may go crazy. That's sort of why I'm talking to myself vicariously through you or anybody who may or may not listen. But um, I have work to do. I have a lot of work to do. Should probably be doing that now. I love to cook. I try to eat healthy. Um, That said, I would chew off my arm right now for a Domino's pizza. Um, Toppings of choice, pineapple and onion. Says a lot about my personality, right? Yep, covered in hot sauce and ranch dressing. Because when I go bad, I go bad. Um, I would like to say that I'm a reader. I have a lot of books on my shelves that make me pretend to look smart, but I don't read them. I want to. I say I'm going to. I don't. Um, Maybe that'll change. We'll go through that journey together, perhaps, or perhaps we won't. 
Um, I started collecting records a couple months ago, um, inspired by a perfectly wrapped, pristine, new David Bowie album that I found at the flea market in my neighborhood that used to happen every Sundays. I'm guessing that's not going to go on for quite a while. Um, So I love playing my records while I'm cooking. There's wine open. Yeah, I am okay being alone. I I'm not someone who's ever been... Well, no, that's not true. I used to love going to restaurants when I lived in San Francisco. That was my bane of existence. Like, the idea of cooking, especially after I got divorced. Forget about it. Um, But now I like it. I like the smells. I like the creativity of it. I like the outcome. Um, You know, I mean, how bad can it be if you throw ingredients that you love together? It's like, I think I've maybe thrown something out once. Um, But I think about, you know, some things that are easy for me are definitely challenging for other people. And I know this can be a very lonely time. Um, If you're at home and you feel like there's no one there with you, we're all in this together, you know? Um, maybe you'd like to read a book or cook a meal or listen to a record. Um, I'd be happy to send you one of my dogs, but that's not possible. So how do you get through this if you're not an only child introvert that's used to freelancing and working from home? Well, different things for different people. Um, I definitely think maintaining your health as much as possible, whatever that means to you. I have a friend who's been in quarantine for a while. Sorry if that's not the appropriate word. And he called me today and he's like, I've never been in such good shape. He's doing jumping jacks and lifting weights and stretching every day. Um, He's eating real foods, fruits and vegetables. Um, He's meditating. You know, he's really nurturing all those parts of him that during a busy, busy lifestyle of of work and running around from event to event he's not able to do um maybe you have a coloring book maybe it's your kid's coloring book draw something write something sing something start a podcast you know whatever you can do to feel like there's something on the other end because there is there always is I mean, maybe not for everyone, but we have to do the best we can. And that is Oliver telling me that um, it's almost dinner time, which for me means it's almost wine o'clock, which is super exciting for everyone involved. Um, Yeah, so what are you going to do for yourself? What are you going to do for you right now? Um, I mean, I have a friend who I talked to for a long time on the phone And he's not good at being alone, and I have full respect for that. So he's made a very difficult decision to vacate his apartment and give up his sublet and drive with his belongings to a place that feels safe. I'm not saying that would work for everybody, probably not for a lot of people. But, you know, I think right now being authentic and genuine with your needs and honoring them in whatever way you can possibly honor them is a beautiful place to start. Um, We're going to get to know ourselves a little better and it won't all be pretty. Um, 
but you know, there's, there's hope. I do believe there's hope out there. Um, find whatever gives you hope. And if you want to share that with me, that would be great. All right. Until next time. Take care. Hi there. We are going to do a short meditation together. Or not. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything ever that you don't want to do, as far as I'm concerned. So it's just a suggestion. Um, meditation for is something I've been practicing for a very long time. Um, sometimes I do it regularly. Other times I don't. I have not been. And I'm trying very hard to get back into it. Um, The meditation I'm going to share with you is a form of meditation that I studied when I lived in San Francisco. It's all about chakras and energy and grounding. Um, If you'd like to join me, please do that. If you don't want to, um, find something that is meditative for you. There's so many ways to meditate. I tell people who are kickboxing or running or writing or drawing, like, Anywhere you can just sort of lose yourself and be really present to me is meditation. Um, But this is a more formal meditation. Um, Sort of. If anything I ever do is formal. Okay. First step is get comfortable. Um, This form of meditation, because it's about grounding and energy, um, it's recommended that you sit with your back straight and your feet on the ground. Um, to just really sort of feel that grounding. I don't like to do that. Um, I like to sit cross-legged. Um, that is my most comfortable way of sitting. That would also, that would kill some people's hips. So just whatever you want to do. If you want to lay down, lay down. If you want to pack pillows around you so you're super, super, super cozy, that is fantastic as well. Um, just make yourself at home in this beautiful body that you were given. All right, Um, so once you get to that point, make sure you're really cozied in um, and let's meditate. (sighs) All right, start with that. Just sigh, just get it out. (sighs) What a day, what a week, what a month, what a year. Okay. now let's breathe in some some good oxygen into our lungs Um, and I want you to really feel it so breathe in slowly like four count eight counts breathe it and just hold your breath for a little bit just to feel that beautiful volume in your chest or your belly Um, and then breathe it all out and do that slowly and take a couple of those breaths just really saying thank you to the lungs. Um, The lungs right now for a lot of people are really at at risk. So we want to give our our lungs um, some beautiful, some beautiful love. Um, All right, so after you take a couple deep breaths, take a minute to get all your little wiggles out. If you're sitting cross-legged, make sure you know, your legs are in the right position. What are you going to do with your hands, up or down? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just get where you get where you feel like you can be for 
a few minutes. All right, now we're gonna start by just identifying your third eye. So I am very tactile, so I am tapping my forehead. Um, I wear glasses. I should wear them all the time, but I'm wearing them now. So, you know, right the center of your head, um, maybe a few, an inch and a half above where my glasses sit. Um, and then think about the line above your ears that would, if you connected the center of your head really truly, like just visualize that. Um, take a moment to just be there, be really present with where you are in your body today. Now I even know the day's date, March 25th. So where you are in this beautiful body, March 25th. Maybe you have an ache or a pain. Um, maybe you're really sad or really scared or you'd rather be doing a million other things. And that's okay. I get it. We all do. Um, just to take that second, just to be present in the center of your head and just acknowledge this is who I am in this moment. Now we're going to sort of focus on our hands and feet. Um, again, I am I'm sort of tapping the center of my, my hands um, and just getting that energy flowing. And that's where your creati- creativity, that's one way, place that your creativity comes from. So when you're feeling the energy in your hands, you're allowing creativity to flow. Um, right now, we have to get creative. People are losing jobs. They're losing loved ones. Um, there's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of upheaval. A lot of things are uncertain. Um, we have the ability to use all of this and create something new from it. So, you know, just rub your hands together, create a little heat, and just think about maybe an opportunity that might be out there. Maybe you can't see it. That's okay, too. Um, same thing with your, your tootsies. Like, they guide your path, literally and energetically. And you just, you know, rub your little toes, rub them on the carpet, or feel the hardwood under your feet. And, like, just think about where you can go next. And again, if you don't see it, you don't see it. That's okay. That's okay. Right now, you're just who you are, where you are in the moment. Um, Sometimes you may cry when you meditate. And that's okay too, you know? This is a safe space for you to be and feel whatever you need to. Just know that. All right, so now we're going to visualize sort of from our tootsies since we're there already. Just like feel energy coming up from the earth. Like think about how the earth replenishes itself and how flowers and trees know to reawaken in the spring and go to sleep in the fall and winter. That's energy that you're made of. We're meant to renew. Our cells are constantly renewing. Our blood is constantly flowing. Our oxygen and our lungs is flowing. Maybe not for everyone. I know there are things that people are dealing with, but like that is, that is as humans, we are part of that nature. And just 
take a minute of gratitude to think about that. Now think about the top of your head and feel like beautiful golden energy coming through your head and feel it in your forehead and behind your eyes. Feel it in your cheekbones and your jaw and your throat. It's cascading in your chest and your tummy and those two energies, the energy of the earth and nature and the energy of the universe and the cosmos, let them meet like right under your belly button and your first chakra and just feel them making this magical, magical mix of heaven and earth, earth and heaven, body and spirit, because you're both, your spirit and body, your body that has this beautiful spirit outside of itself. Now with that energy, like visualize it going back up through your stomach and your chest and your heart and your throat, filling the universe. Just you are owning your space. Um, now we're going to move on to your, your aura, the space of, that's around you. Um, it's around 18 inches around you if you can visualize that so again I'm waving my arms um, just sort of touching it you know just giving it a little tap and say hey you're still here for me right Um, because sometimes it doesn't necessarily feel that way so just think about your aura maybe it has a color Um, I like to sort of coat mine in this what we call certainty blue Um, I know you're there for me aura I know that it's mine. I know that I'm owning this space. You may even want to visualize like from your being, like little poles or rods or strings, just sort of supporting that aura around you. And that might feel really good right now. Um, The other thing that may feel really good is grounding yourself. So if you're sitting up straight, visualize from the base of your spine to your your butt bone. Feel a strong something coming from that and going through the place you're sitting, through the floor, if you're in a high rise, through every single apartment, through the grass and the soil to the center of the earth. Now, you don't have to give it a name, you don't have to give it a, a, a look, but you know, for me, I think about this really thick, beautiful tree. Um, some people might feel more comfortable with steel or metal or, you know, a ribbon. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, just know that it's there and it's keeping you grounded in present time. You are who you are right now, in this body, in this time, on this day. That is the constant. That is your grounding. Um, and that's really important right now to keep yourself grounded. Um, the next thing we're going to do is just visualize this beautiful protection around you. Um, the practice that I have been taught, we visualize roses um, and just see them sort of ex- explode or disintegrate around you and know that that's the old energy that doesn't serve you anymore. So we're letting all that go and then the new ones are growing. So it's basically like, again, getting back to nature and, and the seasons. We're letting go of, of the old dead leaves that are on the ground and we're visualizing new ones growing. So now you're protected. You're in the center of your space. You're grounded. 
you've owned your aura, you've connected with your third eye. Now we're just going to sort of say hello to each of our chakras. Your first chakra is right below your belly button. Just sort of, I again, I'm giving it a little tap. So hello, first chakra. Um, and I just want to visualize that beautiful light, feeling it. And when the beautiful light is inside your chakra, you're for at least a moment just visualizing letting go of the past and the future. You're really trying to be present right now. When you're in the present, you can deal with stress better, you can deal with obstacles better, you can deal with what's next. But right now, it's about what is, right now. Um, and we're gonna do that for each of our chakras. Um, the next, your second chakra is right above your belly button. That's your sensuality and sexual sexuality. Um, your next chakra is your third chakra, and that's um, sort of in the middle of your, your tummy, maybe, um, under your sternum. And that is your power. Like a lot of people say, oh, I have this feeling in the pit of my gut. Well, your power is being sucked away. You're like, you're giving that energy to something else. So, you know, if you think about physical ailments in your body and how they correspond to that chakra, you know, you, oh my gosh, you know, I've changed, I've, my heart hurts. Um, Yeah, your heart is where your store, where your love should be. Um, your creativity should be, but we're getting ahead. Okay, so breathe into your third and just give yourself a little power boost. Now your heart and give that heart a lot of love. It might not be feeling that much love. It might, might not be feeling that much creativity right now. It might be feeling very distant for good reasons. Um, you might feel cut off. Just like give it lots of love and know that anyone who listens to this, anyone who does any type of meditation, you're all connecting together. Um, you're not alone, even though you might really be alone right now. Um, your this chakra, your throat chakra, that's your voice. That's how you express yourself. I said creativity in your heart chakra, but your creativity is also here you the way you express yourself whether that's dance music art movement like honor that that's really important right now like it's important to get out these feelings that you're feeling some way don't bottle them up like honor that space we're going to go back to our third eye and your intuition so like you may have these these thoughts that sort of come up like oh i don't feel like i should do this right now or wow what a great idea i just had Um, that's where that comes from. Um, so just be really clear that your intention and intuition are connected. Um, your intuition may be talking to you, but if you're not willing to listen, then, you know, now is just the time to say, Hey, I know you're there for me. Um, then your seventh is your crown chakra. And that's where you get information from your higher being, your higher power, Um, whatever words you want to use, um, God, universe, like that is sort of the all knowing that's, that's where it all starts or finishes and finishes probably. Um, so just really let that soak in, let that melt down into everything else and know that they're all connected from your base chakra to your, your, um, seventh chakra. Like they all flow into each other, how you express yourself, how you 
love, how you connect, how you, your power feels to you in that moment. Like, it's all part of the same beautiful mind-body connection that we're capable of on a good day. (laughs) Sometimes it's harder than others. Um, Yeah, so just breathe all that in. Just like feel all the energy. Maybe you feel tingly. Maybe you feel tearful. Maybe this is stupid to you and you want to laugh. Maybe you want to tell me to to fuck off. That's okay. Like you're feeling what you're feeling and that's genuine. Um, You may still feel agitated, you know? That's okay. I made you sit through, I don't know how many minutes, eight or so minutes of listening to my voice. Um, That would make me angry. Um, I'm kidding, it wouldn't. I listen to myself talk all the time. (sighs) So breathe again. Breathe it out. Sigh it all out. Just really feel yourself wrapped in all this beautiful energetic love that you've given yourself and that's yours. You possess that. You control it. You can give it to yourself anytime you need to. It doesn't have to take this long. Um, It could be as simple as shutting your eyes and just taking a couple breaths and just sort of visualizing whatever makes you feel good. Like if something, if there was something that felt good, just take that from it. If this felt awful, you never have to do it again, ever. Um, So take a few breaths when you're ready. Open your eyes. I don't know if I ever told you to shut your eyes, but most people know to meditate with your eyes shut. Whatever. It's your meditation. You make the rules as you would like them to be. Um, And with that, again, if this is useful, great. If it's not, that's okay too. No judgment in meditation. Um, but just find something, find something for you that you can give yourself a little internal vacation. Um, and if you can do it every single day, even for a minute or three minutes, that's amazing and really important, especially right now. Okay. Um, be well, stay well till next time.